Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. First of all, Andrew, just any injury updates, obviously, after the weekend with James Forrest going off and then obviously any update on Kyogo as well. Yeah, I think we've only got half an hour in this press interview, so I'll try and uh, condense it for you. Um, yeah, uh, nothing uh, really changed from last week in terms of guys coming back. No one's coming back from the ones who are out. James, um, I just saw had a problem the other night, so um, we're just still assessing him. He'll be he'll he'll be out tomorrow night. Um, we'll get some more information next couple of days on him. Um, and. Uh, yeah, um, Mikey Johnson, uh, we're not sure about either because he's uh, he pulled up a bit sore after the game. As I said, he wasn't 100%, but we'll just see how he is uh, for tomorrow night. Um, and then I think everyone else pulled through okay, as far as I know. I know you've got Ross County tomorrow night. You've also got the, the League Cup final on Sunday. For you, with these players, when, when you're not too sure where they are, is it a balancing act as well when you've got a Cup final coming up as well as a League game? Not really. There's, we've got a game to win tomorrow night, and um, that's that's my focus. And 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 you know, I think um, from my perspective, we understand the significance of the weekend game, but we can't dismiss that three points tomorrow night are, are very significant for us as well, and a good performance against you know a pretty tough opponent away from home. So. Um, as always, I'm going to put out a team that I think can win the game for us. Um, and then after that, we'll dust ourselves down and, and sort of assess what's available for us for the weekend. Um, you know, that sort of mentality has served us well so far in, in this, you know, over the last couple of months in terms of how we've tackled every game and we'll continue to do that. Does Kyogo have a chance of playing on Sunday? Look, it's not, it's not a matter of sort of ducks and drakes. So who knows? I'm not sure. Like I said, he's he's not far off. Um, it just depends. It's a day to day thing. Um, you know, if he's if he's ready to go, we'll play him. You know, if he's not, then we'll look to the following game. But um, 
I'd expect him to be back over, you know, at some point in the next week or so um, from the way he's improving at the moment. But again, there's always, you know, with these things, you're kind of relying on everything running smoothly and they don't always go that way. If he has a setback, that might put him back a little bit further. So, but he's, him and the medical team are working hard and we'll see what happens. And can I get your thoughts on the European draw, uh, Bodo Glimt in the, the the Conference League? Yeah, um, look, firstly, it was you know it's great we've got an opportunity now you know in the knockout stages of, of a European competition in the new year, which you know is exciting for us, something to plan for. Um, yeah, with with the opponents, there's always a couple of things you look at. You know, obviously the opponent itself, and also then you know the conditions you're going to have to face. And, and I think both are going to be equally challenging for us um, from the point of view of you know both are a very good team, um, champions last couple of years. You look at their you know the, the the European group; they're undefeated, a couple of significant results, and and then you look at the conditions. You know, um, obviously um, going up there in February, and and the fact they got an artificial pitch. Um, some fantastic challenges for us. Um, whoever we got, it was going to be exciting. Um, I guess um, you know, the first games here at Celtic Park, which I think will be uh, yeah, a big game for us. Um, hopefully by then I'm talking less about injuries and more about you know how uh, how many players I have at my disposal and um, and we think we have a fair crack at it. And because it's European football after Christmas, how big a deal is that? For you, how big a priority is that? Because I guess you'll be hoping to keep fighting on all fronts. Yeah, massively so. I mean, I think that's where we want to be as a football club. You know, we, we want to be, um, you know, playing at, at, in Europe uh, on the continent against the best and testing ourselves deep into the competition, not just in the group stages. Now, obviously, this is a new competition, which has given us, you know, the opportunity to continue, even though we didn't progress in the Europa League. But you know, it's it's still a competition. It's European competition. There's some some very very good football teams in there with with strong pedigrees, and we're one of them. And, and we want to do as well as we can in it. And can I finish by asking how um, important it's been for you to to have fans back? And we're not sure what's going to happen if new restrictions come in. How much you hope that Stadia can remain full or close to full as we go through um, Christmas and a new year, obviously public health being the main concern. Obviously. Yeah, no doubt. Look, uh, ultimately that's you know that's still the main thing. As much as we'd love to think that football's a be-all and end-all, you want public health to be a priority and that's what this football club has always sort of followed the guidelines and, and we'll, we'll do that. But, you know, you've seen this year the difference in having fans and, you know, for the people who experienced it without fans it's it's a different beast altogether you know the game changes I really I really believe that I think the way the, the players play the way the intensity of games changes with our crowds there and um, you know for us our, our support is a massive part of this football club and uh, you know I'm hoping that you know we regulations are, are tight but it doesn't affect um, or it doesn't impact uh, our supporters coming to see the game and we've seen a couple of Premier League matches down south cancelled because of positive COVID cases. Is that a concern that similar might start happening up here? Look, it's always a concern. I mean, you know, I think people probably, maybe in the general public, at some point got fairly relaxed about it in terms of life being normal. But we haven't really changed our processes since since I, since I got in the building anyway. Um, we've been really vigilant in, in following all the protocols and making sure because we know it's a constant. Um, we know it can happen any time. I mean, 
<coughs> as you said, it's affected a couple of Premier League clubs now. You know, I'd assume that those Premier League clubs are doing the same things that other Premier League clubs are doing. So it's not like you can, you know, bulletproof yourself. Um, you can do everything right and it can still impact you. And, and we're aware of that. Um, as I said, what we're trying to do and what we have done all along is follow protocols, be really vigilant about mask wearing about distancing you know how many buses we have on 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 road trips all those kind of things just to minimize the risk of of spreading amongst the group and and impacting us but you know it's it is a constant and uh you know all of us are are kind of hopeful that uh, we get through this period unscathed the fact that you've got a a sort of midweek game a a long journey as well the week of a, a cup final is that sort of less than ideal preparation mate it is what it is i mean you know we've you know, we we've played in Germany midweek or Spain midweek, and then had to back up. So it's um, you know, which are long, you know, probably longer trips than Dingwall. Although you know, the bus ride will, will feel pretty long, but um, you know, that's that's part of uh, being at this football club. And and you know, I think since the last international break, we're going to have 13 games, uh, probably more games than anyone else. But that's because we we made a cup final. I'd rather much rather be in a cup final and not play you know we you know we had European games and much rather be in Europe than not be in Europe so that's that's how we need to approach it um, the guys have been fantastic brilliant actually in, in terms of you know not making these excuses not looking for excuses and, and our performances over the last sort of three months have been very very consistent and yeah pleasingly the, res- the results have followed as well and you, you won at home against Ross County earlier on in the season what did you what did you make of them and also, in a few recent games for Kent, there's been plenty of goals. Is, is that what you might expect tomorrow night? Yeah, who knows? Um, but I, th- I think, um, yeah, I think they've improved a lot since then. I think Malky Mackay's done a, a, a super job with them. I think probably when we played them, I think most people probably would have written them off for this year with the start to the season they had. And probably you know, they had a lot of young players in the team when, when we played them. So, um, But they've, they've improved. Um, and the results probably don't reflect their improvement because the games I've watched, um, they've been good value um, in terms of, as you said, it's always a good barometer how when the teams score goals, the ones who are down the bottom, because most of the time, <clears throat> you know, teams will just fight for survival and, and try and get uh, wins, you know, with with minimum risk. But yeah, you know, they they've gone at games and, and credit to them, and we expect a, a tough game tomorrow night. Uh, absolutely, um, you know, I don't think it'll be an open game, but you know, I think they they'll be feeling pretty good about um, you know uh, taking their game to us, and we're not going to change our approach. So um, yeah, there could very well be goals. Obviously, there are plenty of injuries, especially in your forward line. Whether it's David Turnbull playing as the most advanced or, or someone else, are you confident in your team that you, you know, can still go up there and get the three points and it won't affect the, the balance of your lineup of your play too much? Well, you know, it hasn't so far. I mean, you know, we we lost Jodder a few weeks ago and, you know, we've gone okay since. We've lost Kyogo and we're doing okay, so... As I said, it's not ideal. You want all your best players playing, but you know we've we've been pretty pretty hard in, in one part of the our setup in terms of our forward setup. Unfortunately, all the injuries of most of them have come in that area, so it's testing us for sure. But what I've seen from this group of players is that our level of performance hasn't dropped. The, the indicators that we look for of how much, how dominant we are, the chances we're creating. You know, even against Motherwell, you know, I know it was a one nil scoreline, but. We created some really good opportunities, uh, even though we didn't have, you know, an ideal forward setup, and you know, so that that doesn't change. And I get, and as I said, I, 
you know, this group of players, that's what they want. You know, they don't want excuses. They don't want to go out there and, and you know, prove themselves and overcome every challenge. And we've had plenty of them since I've got here. Um, and we'll keep tackling them the same way. And I'm just checking, is James Forrest's issues not linked to his earlier uh, injury, is it? No, this, this is kind of a, a different one. It's a different area, so... Again, I don't want to be specific because he's, we haven't got the scans back on, on what his issue is yet. So once I get that back, but it's, it's definitely not the same problem as last time. At the moment, would, we, would he be a doubt for the final? I don't know. Well, yeah, it would be a doubt for sure because I don't know. You know. So if I don't know, that probably makes him a doubt. Sure. And how do you feel your squad has coped with all of this? Well, I think the evidence says that the squad's coping really well. Um, as I said, we, we, you know, from the moment I, I got here, I mean, we had challenges right from the start, you know, throwing guys in without training and throwing guys in who, you know, hadn't had a pre-season and throwing guys in from other side of the world. And through it all, we, we, we haven't made excuses. We haven't tried to make allowances. We haven't said that, you know, we're, we're kind of give us time. We've, we've just got on with it. And, and, the squad keeps getting on with it, which is, as a manager, is is brilliant to see because it means that I've got a really resilient, tough group of players who want to be successful. And, um, you know, we're getting challenged in a different way now with injuries. But as I said, there's, I haven't seen anything in the performances to, to tell me that, you know, the, the players are, are kind of um, wilting under the, the any sort of, you know, stress that we may be going through. If anything, I, I just think they're... They're rolling up their sleeves a little bit further and, and digging in a little bit more and, and making sure we get through this period. Sorry, yeah. And you said recently that um, the squad players and the fringe players were improving on a daily basis. Uh, I think we we saw that last week against Betters. How important was it to get them out and get 90 minutes or 80 minutes from them in that game? Because as we go forward now, we, we know that you're going to bring players in in January, but we still have you know a heavy schedule from now till then and some very important games. So, you know, they're ready. Are you confident now that they're ready to step up with called upon? Yeah, look, it was essential, you know, against Betis because as much as, you know, people were, were sort of focusing on the fact that we were trying to rest players and not risk players, for me what was just as important is we got some game time into some, some players who haven't played a lot so far this year because, you know, we are. We're going to need them at some point. And... and you know, they, they train hard every day and, and I see their improvement, but ultimately every footballer wants to play and it was important we gave them that reward for all the hard work. So a lot of the guys you saw that, you know, that was their first sort of run out was, you know, was, they got reward for all their hard work during the year without playing and and also they showed that they could perform at that level which was super important for me and, and for themselves because there's always a little bit of doubt of you know can they perform at the level we want them to can they play the football we want them to until you see them out there and against a very good opponent a lot of them stood up really well and, and that was it was very valuable um, for me and I think for the players themselves that they got through that game and, and got through that game well and, and due to injuries, and you've also had to call up young players from the B team to bolster the squad. How important is it now, long term, that Tommy's team are playing the same system that that, you, that the Force team are playing? Because if these kids are called up, they'll need to know the system and how it works. No, look, it's it's essential, and um, yeah, Tommy, um, yeah, he's done a good job of of making sure that. 
that kind of information is being fed into the player. But it's not just about how they play, it's about how they train. Because, again, when they come into our environment, I don't want it to be a massive step in everything, in intensity, in, in information, in, in the way we do things. So, you know, the way they train is, is imp- just as important as the way they play because, you know, when they come into us um, for two reasons. One is we don't want our the level of our training to, to, to drop because of young guys coming in. They're expected to come in and, and contribute. And, and B, I think that makes, if they're training that way with, with Tommy, it just makes that transition easier for them. But look, it's, you know, for me, that's um, still an area that I, you know, I want to do some major work on. You know, when we go through these periods of, of having such challenges in terms of injuries, uh, for me, if we have players who are ready in our B team to, to step up or in our academy to step up, then nothing would please me more than to give them an opportunity. So that's what we're working towards. And uh, you've said that you think that the number of injuries that we have at the moment might be um, something to do with the high-intensity training. But what a lot of fans have noticed is that this isn't the first injury crisis we've had in recent years. In fact, under Neil Lennon and Brendan Rodgers, it wasn't terribly unusual for us to have six, seven, eight players out at a time. I'm wondering if there isn't perhaps a sports science solution to this which the club isn't exploring. Yeah, look, um, yeah, I guess that's that's a fair point. I, I can't really comment on, on what's happened in the past because I you know that that's yeah that would be unfair of me to, to talk about sort of past processes because you know the managers involved in obviously had their own way of doing things what I can tell you is that this experience we're having here is not unusual for me in my first year or any club I've had um, um, my background, particularly in Australia, is very, very heavily influenced by sports science. It's it's very prevalent in sport in Australia. So it's not like I've, you know, I, I think sometimes people misinterpret when I say that, you know, we, we train hard, that we're, we've got them out here running through um, the hills of Lennox Town um, endlessly with, you know, 20 kilograms of weights on their back. Um, you know, it's it's not what we're doing. It's But what people also have to appreciate that, for any team, pre-season is a really important part of, of what you do and we just didn't have any of these guys a pre-season for any significant time. We had internationals who were away, we had signings who came in late in the piece, we had guys who came back who were injured during pre-season and we've been playing catch-up ever since. Now, you know, to try and explain to people the logic when it looks illogical what I'm doing is that what I... I've always resisted in terms of temptation from my perspective is to adjust the game style to to accommodate for people who aren't ready for it. I, I just don't work that way, you know. So, you know, we go we go hard from when I take over and we don't we we keep going hard right till the end and along the way that means particularly in the early stages there's gonna be some attrition. Some players are gonna, you know, struggle with it and, and I think it's only logical and you know, we're putting a lot of work into the sports science area, the medical area, to, to make sure our players are prepared. But some of it is just because they haven't had the right preparation for it. And the only answer to that would be to me to change the way we train and change the way we play to accommodate for that. But I just don't think we'd have success that way. Um, um, finally, um, at the weekend, we used David Tumble through the middle. Um, can you tell us what the thinking behind that was and if you're considering a badder or perhaps one of the development players as an alternative? Yeah, the thinking with David was just, you know, you know, at different times, I think, we just wanted to make sure we were fluid through there. I don't think there was... It wasn't just about David's, you know, and, and, you know, during the game he dropped out. You know, Tommy Rogic got into some great areas in that 
sort of front third and probably had more chances in that game than he's had previously in other games because we had him a little bit more advanced and it was kind of a combination of working through them um you know whether you know we can talk about a barter, but then if I bring a barter in, who we're going to play on the wing, and you know the, the, wherever we did, we were going to be a little bit short somewhere. So with all these kind of things, I've always tried to go down the least disruption route. You know, try and keep the basic and, and, the, and the foundations of the team pretty solid. And if we need to to make it some subtle changes, we'll do that. Hopefully, in one area without it affecting five different areas. So you know, it wasn't it wasn't ideal, but I still think it worked quite well. And for me, the measure was, like I said, we created enough opportunities to win that game comfortably. Um, for me, that's always the key criteria to scoring goals. It's not about you know how many players you have in the forward line or how many you know what kind of players. It's how many chances you create because that's what gives you goals. And I thought we were still quite good in that area. Hi, Joel. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you all feeling? Obviously, the game's coming, coming thick and fast at the moment. The results are coming, but... I suppose with it coming some injuries as well. Um, yeah, games have been thick and fast since I arrived. It's been you know I've played twenty eight games and it's been two games a week, so it's been it's been constant. But um, that's what you sign up for when you play for this club. Um, we've got a good strong squad and we're, we're we're having to use it at the moment, but it's all part of the uh, all part of the process. On top of that, obviously. COVID isn't going away. There's a lot of talk at the moment. Do you guys pay much attention to it in terms of do you fear more restrictions coming in or have things already changed a little bit again at the training ground? Yeah, look, I think we have conversations like every everyone is, especially in uh, especially in this country and, and Great Britain as a whole, because we're we get a lot of access. We obviously see the news, but ultimately we're just we're just guys gossiping. We wait to be told what's going on, and uh, we we stick to the rules and, and try and stay safe because that's the most important thing. Joe, on a similar theme, how how important is it, um, or how much do you hope that um, fans are still allowed to come in significant numbers? How big a difference has it made to to you and and, and your teammates having full stadia, and how much do you hope that? Um, obviously, health um, restrictions permitting that continues. Uh, look, it's a, it's a it's a tough question to answer because you know the obvious answer is it's better when we we've got full support. Of course, it is, but um, it's not about what suits us. It's about safety of uh, everyone's safety. So that's the most important thing, and that will always remain the most important thing. Um, if we can have crowds supporting us like they do, then great. But if not, you know, we we understand. Yeah, because I guess you know, having everyone knows the difference between last season and this season, and getting the crowds back. So it's that balance, isn't it? Obviously, public safety absolutely first, but it has been kind of you know refreshing, I guess, for everyone that the, the full stadia have been allowed to to kind of reassemble, if you like. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's it's, it's tough because you've got to answer it as a as a normal football fan that I am, but also as a player and the kind of responsibilities that we hold. So it's it's a difficult question to answer. Um, as there are, there is an ideal situation, but people's health health is the most important thing. Andrew Mel, Andrew, can you hear us? Get on, yeah, Andrew. Excuse me, excuse me. Joe, uh, footballers, you know, love playing football two games a week, but at this stage with the injuries mounting up. Um, it doesn't seem that there's enough recovery time now for players with these ridiculous schedules that you have to play. How 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 are you coping, and how are the younger players coping with this? Uh, so many games in the schedule. Um, 
Look, it's, it's, it's a process. The schedule's there. Um, we're we're very lucky here. Actually, we've got a really strong squad. Um, you know, we 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 go strength in depth, so we just got to manage it as best we can. Um, I think the boys that aren't playing so much are training really well, um, and we've just all got to be ready for for anything. And it's who kind of negotiates their way through this period is going to put themselves in a really strong position. So I think that's the carrot that we all see. And Joe, just from a Celtic fan's point of view, we've been exhausted on, on our travelling around seniors. How are you enjoying the unity between management players and fans at the moment? Uh, I think it's really strong. It's something that obviously is, is, a, is a great sell about this club, um, you know, especially for myself. Um, and to see it is, is, an, is, an, is another level, another experience. Um, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And I think that... Um, you know the the supports there because they can see that we're us as players and as a management staff and as a manager we're, we're really trying to represent um, the team as as best we can and you know you could, obviously everyone wants results but we're literally playing to the the peak of our powers and, and it's appreciated and we really appreciate the support. Thank you. Hi Joe. Just in terms, I know people have been talking about the busy schedule. There's obviously a cup final this weekend. Do you think yourself and the players would have rather have a, a full week build up to the cup final rather than play midweek, or, or do you not mind having the the games coming thick and fast before it? Ah, uh, look, we're we're not um, we're not in the game for preferences. We're here to play Ross County tomorrow night, and you know that's our sole focus right now. It's it, it's cliche, but it's, it it couldn't be. It, it's so true that all, we, all we're focused on is tomorrow night. And I suppose you look at the, the results the, the team have had recently, you'll be extremely confident despite the fact that there are injuries that you'll be able to keep that form up throughout the rest of December. Yeah, look, it's going to be tough. Um, you know, a, a big trip for us. Um, we're, we're light on a few bodies, but like I say, everyone's been, I think it was proven in the Betis game that the boys are training and, and doing all the really hard work that we appreciate in the background that people don't necessarily see. Um, and we have full confidence with the guys that are going to be either coming in or coming off the bench and, and representing us. Raman? I do obviously the job was made yesterday to the Europa Conference League. I just wondered uh, how important you see that uh, competition and indeed what you made of the draw. Um... Iran, it's so tough to even look that far. It's nice to know who we're playing. Um, it really is, but it's it's so far in the future that um, we've got to take care of the present. It's a, you know it's it's great to be involved in Europe. Um, we've really enjoyed the games up until now, uh, and, I, and I'm sure that'll be another fun adventure once we get to it. But like I say, it's it's kind of um, one step at a time at the moment. Obviously, you, you're new to to the squad, but I just wonder if you are seen as a leader within the within the group, given your your experience and whether you take on that role. Um, that, that's for other people to judge how I'm seen, but um, I kind of try and bring the same energy and the same um, professionalism that I've brought throughout my career, regardless of my age or what, where I've been and what I've done. I've got the standards that I set for myself and. Um, you know, I, I like helping other players, and we've obviously got a lot of younger and younger players in the squad. And if they if they want to hear what I've got to say, then great. If they don't, um, you know, everyone's got their own path. Gabriel, hi Joe. Just just on that, um, plenty of Celtic fans have been impressed with your performances so far this season. The manager has told us he's been impressed as well. How do you personally rate your performances? What would you give yourself out of ten so far? Ah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we're winning. Um, 
which is the most important thing, you know, and, and I'm, I'm enjoying being part of that, but, um, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I'm enjoying being here and being a part of the club. Um, I'm going to get the most enjoyment if I can keep trying to, trying to perform and stay at a level that keeps me in the team. So whatever level or score out of 10 that needs to be, I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to keep to it. Do you enjoy being one of the senior players, one of the most senior players, most experienced, most appearances, most trophies in the squad? Um, I just like playing football, I'm honest. And, you know, I've, I always have done, always will do. Um, and being able to do it on the on the stage that's set here is is something that I'm I'm, I'm loving. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 